Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one cheese-filled minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 18, which starts with Gandalf completing his journey through the door and Bilbo saying, Mountains, Gandalf. Mountains. He's having a bit of a... Like, Midlife crisis, not really a midlife crisis though, like an end of the life crisis. Yeah, yeah, he's he's having like a late seventies crisis. Right. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. It's like, uh, he says he's. You continue to hear Bilbo mumbling at the beginning of this minute. And he's just mm -hmm. like, I've got some cold chicken here and a pickle and some cheese, it's apple tart, and raspberry like, jam, apple tart and raspberry. I can. And make you some eggs if you like. <laughs> And uh, we get to see what I what I call like the teleporting Gandalf scene, <laughs> uh, where like Bilbo comes out into the the study and Gandalf's just not there, and then he's just suddenly behind, behind Bilbo in the other room. Just tea, thank you. Just, just tea, <laughs> just tea will be fine. Um, we get to see uh, the map from the Hobbit. Yeah, we get to see uh, Thor's map uh, that in the Hobbit was in the care of Thorin Oakenshield. Uh, it's technically it's. It, Yes, yeah, Thor's map. Thor. Thor is Thorin's father. Okay. And then Thor Thor's father is Thrain. Right. And then And he's the king that goes crazy. Yeah. Thrain is the king that goes nuts. Yeah. He's the one that wants to like retake Moria and all that. Because he's driven mad by the Arkenstone, right? I believe so. Or I could be confusing Thor and Thrain. I could have them backwards. I think Thor... I don't think so though. Because other, because why would the crazy king have a map to his kingdom? That's true. You may have a point. Because the crazy king is living there. Yeah. So it would make sense for the the. I haven't read The Hobbit in much much longer than I've read Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but those movies came out more recently. Yeah, but I don't remember those bad movies that well. I really like the first one. There's only one Hobbit movie. <laughs> there should only be one it ends movie. in that beautiful scene with the trees and the butterflies and that's it yeah, that's just for you who knows a good day do they get there i don't know mm -hmm. whatever <laughs> there's uh there's apparently something like the phantom edit for the star wars prequels for like those the hobbit Tolkien movies edit? Yeah, yeah i don't i don't know what it's called for the hobbit movies but there's like there's something like the phantom edit huh. for those i guess friend of mine was telling me about it. He's telling me if, if we ever do the Hobbit movies, we should talk about those. Interesting. Yeah. I I would be interested to see the the slim down, like the... Like know, the fan edit. The Weight Watchers version. <laughs> the Weight Watchers. As opposed to the bloated beast that those three movies are. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> For real, yeah. though. Um... That map is really pretty. It I is like really pretty. I, it's it it's aged well. Mm. Like it There's looks like a very old missing. map. Yeah. I like that it's framed too. Uh, also, we get to incorporate uh, Viggo Mortensen a little bit in talking about this minute because mm. his his son was apparently their runner to find out if something was true or not in the book, and they specifically mentioned here about Thor's map. I don't know if it's specifically other. I don't know if it's, it's any other instances. Map. Yeah, but they approach they they needed like a fact checker. <laughs> yeah. 
They needed like a, a fact Does Thor's person. map survive the Hobbit? Right, because they wanted to use it as a a set piece, uh, yeah. like a prop. Not a set piece, I guess. Yeah, like a, a prop that they a nod. Used. Um, in the scene, and they weren't sure what happened to it. Uh, so they had Henry Mortensen, uh, Viggo Mortensen's son, track down what happened to the map, like just go through all of the available Tolkien. Yeah. I mean, because at the text. time it wouldn't have been terribly easy to just do a Google search. Google would have been uh, apparently too. Yeah. Yeah. As I've... Google just turned 18 recently. Right. Google is now old enough to vote. That's cool. Interesting. Which actually like kind of boggles my mind. I didn't realize Google was that old. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen like the old Google text where it's like yeah, Comic yeah. Sans or whatever? Yeah. And it's like floating and moving like bad word art? Yeah. yeah. You, you can still visit the original Google website. <laughs> it's still out there on the internet to look it's at. It's like a, a, a shrine to the late 90s. <laughs> it's like a time capsule. Comic Sans. Oh, God. Um, oh, and the search page was like G O O O O O O O O O G L E. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, actually, I remember that too. When I was a wee, when I was where a the page babe. numbers were underneath the O's, but yeah. we're way off track. Talking about Google and its birthday. It's Bilbo Baggins's birthday. It's Bilbo Baggins's birthday. Google's birthday. Google Baggins. That's Google. Google, <laughs> Google sounds like a hobbit name. <laughs> Google Baggins. Cycling back to what we were talking about yesterday. Bunko Google Google Baggins. I named you after my favorite game and my favorite website. What's a website, duh? I named you after the two bravest men I ever knew. <laughs> Bunko and Google. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> So, also in this minute, we get a, we get another forced perspective shot, the beginning of the one. The beginning one, and the, the error that exists in this forced perspective right. shot, because Ian McKellen bumps the table and reveals that it's split. I think it's cool that the table halves are remote controlled. Like they're yeah, on the, the back half where Ian is sitting, well, I guess the front half for us, yeah, yeah. where Ian McKellen is sitting. Is on like a motion tracker so it can move around and keep the camera With in one camera, place. Yeah. So that they can kind of tilt the force perspective shot as they need to. Right. Instead of keeping the camera, instead of keeping the shot stationary, they can move the, move the camera around to keep it more dynamic. Yeah. 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 And it, it keeps a dynamic shot without breaking the like force perspective right. illusion. Yeah. Because the table is like, there's like a five foot gap between the two pieces of the table. And they're in the uh they're the in the normal big size set. one. Yeah. No, they're in the big bag end set. Right. The I mean the normal size one for Ian Holm as opposed to the Hobbit size one. Yes. So they're in like the normal Homo sapien size one as opposed yeah, yeah. to the, <laughs> so the, the Homo the Hobbit one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Ian McKellen is like hunched over in a tiny chair. Yeah, he's in like a kid's table. He's sitting at, a, like, a tiny kid's table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ian Holm is at a regular size I mean, the, table. the entire next minute is a conversation on this table, so we really should have kind of saved some of this. Well, the wiggle happens at the very end of this yeah, minute. The, the, the wiggle. The wiggle. I've never... Because if 
it happens so quickly and he does draw you see him jostle the table but you it never registered to me that the other half of the table didn't move along with it but if you're watching for it yeah you notice it also in this minute at about the halfway mark the sound dubbing the sound dubbing does not match up to Ian McKellen's lips very well. Mm. Uh, nor does it while Ian Holm has his face stuffed with food, but that's acceptable. <laughs> you can't really see what he's saying anyway. He's got his face full of cheese. <laughs> like, you don't hold... I believe the You line... don't mind if I eat, do you? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, go by all means, go ahead. <laughs> he's like, no, not at all. And that's yeah. the line that's not dubbed well for Ian McKellen is no, not at all. Mm. It, it looks like he's saying like all right and it's just like no not at all (laughs) he like moves his lips twice and then like the sound keeps going yeah well you know that's another you're gonna that'll happen i mean when you when you have hundreds of minutes right you're gonna mess up here and there you're gonna hundreds of hours really of of footage different takes yeah 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 um well, don't you don't you go back and do like the dubbing proper after you choose what takes you want? Right, I guess so. But I mean, if we're just talking about raw footage, yeah. Um, and then they thing... have to pick the raw footage take that matches the script the best. Like as far as so that it looks like he's going to be saying what he's going to be saying. Um, I honestly I don't know how that because. I would assume that the director picks the takes that he likes the best as far as the character interpretation and how everything goes. And then they, I would imagine, because they were rewriting the script like every day. Yeah. So maybe the script just changed. Right. In between them filming this and And because this was one of the first. One of the first things they filmed. Well, no, because it's technically in the studio. It's not like the first thing he filmed, but it's... It was the first thing that Ian McKellen like, shot. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the outside of Bag End uh, when he knocks on the door. Speaking of, like, sound dubbing, like, sound effects. Yeah. So when he... When Gandalf shows up and knocks on the door, uh, the door is actually not there. It's edited in afterward. Like, they take the the take of him banging on the door and they take footage of because they had the bag end set in a studio and then they transplanted the front door into the hobbiton area yeah also can we can we for a moment talk about how rude it is that gandalf knocks on bilbo's door with the dirty end of his staff right i mean that's from the hobbit though like he's like, like scratches a rune into this perfect green paint yeah and bilbo's like bro i don't think the rune is there in this movie, I don't no, think the no, no, still no. in the door. It's it's uh, magic. He's a wizard. It's a magic room. Because it disappears when the dwarves show up, doesn't it? I don't think so. It's like I thought it was a physical scratch. I could be wrong. I don't think so. I think it's like supposed to like glow or whatever. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not a physical scratch. That's true. And Gandalf is that rude. <laughs> I mean, he's a week late. You're gonna, you're gonna mess mess up your paint. He's a week late. He doesn't take off his shoes when he comes in the door. Nope. He uses his dirty walking stick. To, to bang on the door with. You know there's been horse poop on the end of that thing, at least. And at least Shadow Facts is poop. <laughs> he doesn't have Shadow Facts yet. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Man. Get on my left. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shadow Facts, lord of all horses. Only fit for Gandalf the White. That's like in, what, Two Towers? Return of the King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Gandalf the White. It's been a while. Um, what else do we have here? 
Oh, uh, I wanted... first appearance of the Sackville Bagginses. Right. Well, their voices anyway. Their voices. Well, the her mentions. voice anyway. Lobelia. Mentioned. They're mentioned. Yes. Lobelia Sackville Baggins is shouting for Bilbo. I'm not home. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about, uh, in the cast commentary, Ian McKellen talks at length about how much he admires Ian Holm as an actor and as a person. But I thought the the acting process that he describes was really interesting because I guess, you know how certain actors will do a take and they'll do it like variations, yeah. but keep some aspects mostly the same. And then some will just completely go from one end of the spectrum to the other end yeah. of the spectrum. So Ian Holm is one of the latter in that every take that he does is different. So he really just throws out a variety of performances and then Peter Jackson or whoever's directing him. But in this case, Peter Jackson will pick the performance that he likes the best and build Bilbo's character from those. So I thought that's like an interesting approach. It kind of works in this way, too, because Bilbo is supposed to be kind of like heightened. Like, he's supposed to be very back and forth, like, kind of manic mm. throughout all of this because he's both obsessed over the ring and, in the back of his mind, the thought of leaving it behind, as well as stressed out about this party and right. knowing he's going to be leaving. Right. So, like, Bilbo's all over the place in his own head, and that kind of idea comes through in the way that he's performed, where he kind of goes back and forth across these next few minutes. Yeah, he kind of switches on a dime, and I think that's really cool that he... Like the both the actor and the director work together to build this character, as yeah. opposed to the actor just having this firm idea of what the character is, which is also like a completely because method acting is a thing and yeah. it's a thing for a reason. So it's completely valid. But I I think I like this a little. I th I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. That he and Ian McKellen mentions brings you know, it up. I'm I'm much more cautious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think for the first few scenes, they have a lot of uh, good chemistry. Gandalf, yeah, it's amazing that they hadn't filmed or worked before, like together before. Right. This is the first time they'd ever acted together because they're around the same age and they're from England. England. And you know, and they're both. There's only Ian. five actors in England. <laughs> it's, only, it's only five actors. There's only in five England. actors in, in England and, at one and time. And three of them have played Doctor Who, right? <laughs> And the rest of them have been in Doctor Who. I mean, Ian McKellen was in Doctor Who. Was he really? Yeah, he's the voice of the uh, the Great Intelligence in that Christmas special. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I forgot. I don't know if Ian Holmes in Doctor Who. I, I wonder, don't think so. Maybe he's somewhere in Classic Who. Who knows? I don't... Uh, maybe. We'll have to I look. Know. Maybe. I'll have maybe. to look that up. There's only so many British actors. Right. But, yeah, man. There's, a, there's maybe 13. <clears throat> there's maybe 13. <laughs> 13 British actors. If you count the, the Scottish ones. Oh. <laughs> and they've all been Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for minute 18. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't imagine there's much more to talk about. We'll here. have more table talk we'll have next time. Table talk. Because we talked about the map. We talked about, about teleporting Gandalf and Viggo Mortensen's son. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, that's, that's pretty much all my notes. And I think we hit all yours too. Yeah. Light minutes. Light minutes, indeed. I don't know. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into some denser ones down the way. So. Yeah. 
it's you know it's kind of homey it's kind of nice we're kind of easing in our way into i mean we had a few heavy minutes already yeah we don't we go on tangents though yeah that's the nature of our that's me <laughs> i just i go off i do too into space it's pretty bad somewhere but anyway talking about google <laughs> google baggins google baggins uh we are on duelinggenre.com uh, you can email us, contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. If you could create a Hobbit character, what would their name be? Tell us about that. Um, Who's your Hobbit OC? Right. What's their name? Who's your self-insert Hobbit OC? Uh, mine's an elf. I'm just Sam. <laughs> um, we're on Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute. Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We have a official Facebook page as well as a Facebook group that you can find us. Uh, you can, it's it's like a closed group, but we'll add you. It's fine. Um, it's just so we don't get spam bots. Uh, we're on iTunes. If you can, please leave us a five star review. That's the biggest way you can help out a fledgling podcast like ours. Um, also on doing genre, we have the Doctor's Companion, which is a podcast about Doctor Who that I co-host with uh my friends scott and nick um and they co they co-host back to the future minute uh which is also on the site as well as our lovely audio drama uh geek by night so you can check out those three things as well as our patreon page which you can find at duelinggenre.com support we also have a one-time donation button on the site and some merch for our other podcasts we are still working on ours we'll get some eventually we'll let you know when we do um and special thanks as always to our patreon associate producer leaper 182 and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Bye.